0: What's up, everybody? It's your favorite financial advisor, Patrick McNally, with Retirement Secrets Podcast. I want to welcome you to another show. Today, we're going to talk about the second worst tax penalty in the world. You've saved, sacrificed, and invested for years. Now, you're no longer getting a paycheck from a job. So, the big question for retirement is this How do you retire with enough income to live the lifestyle you always wanted? without the fear of running out of money, going back to work, or becoming a burden on the people you love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Patrick McNally, and welcome to Retirement Secrets. All right, guys. Welcome back here. Let's launch into today's topic, which is the second worst tax penalty in the world. But before I forget, I want to mention, if you want to see how we do planning at Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, my firm, I want you to visit a little website, show you a little preview video. It's like a four-minute video, real short. You don't got to opt in or nothing to to watch it. Simply visit RLAplan.com. That's R-L-A as in Retirement Lifestyles Advisors Plan.com. Check it out. Watch a little video there. Let's talk today about what I'm calling, well, I'm not calling it. It is a fact, the second worst tax penalty in the world. And I'm talking about required minimum distributions. If you own retirement accounts, if you have IRAs and stuff like that, you've probably heard of this before, especially if you're already in retirement. But if you haven't, all right, I want you to take some notes because I want to talk about what is the required minimum distribution, the tax consequences, and how you could potentially avoid it, aka fire Uncle Sam. All right. So let's talk about this. Required minimum distributions, RMDs. When you turn 70 and a half, the IRS gets really interested in you. They've let you defer this money. They've let it grow. You haven't had to pay any taxes on all this savings you've been putting away for maybe 20, 30, 40 years. You've been putting money into like a 401k. And then one day you woke up and you said dude, I'm retiring. Then you rolled that money from a 401k to an IRA. And you're going through life all happy and stuff. And then one of these days, you thought that turning 70 was a birthday. Well, the IRS says, we're going to celebrate your birthday at 70 and a half because guess what? It's time to pay the piper. We want our peace is basically what they're saying. Whether you need to pull money out of that IRA or not, they're going to make you take a minimum withdrawal. That's a required minimum distribution. Now, it's based on your, it's based on your age. It's, it's, if I could tell you a percentage, I would. IRS doesn't make anything easy. It's called a divisor. And if you want to know what your divisor is, it's based on seven and a half. And then each year you get older, guess what? You get to take a little bit more out of that account, whether you want to or not. And you can find out how much by going to what's basically the IRS IRA Bible, if you will. And that's IRS Publication 590. Just Google it. You'll find it. And if you're having trouble sleeping at night, open it up to page one. But in the very back of that booklet, it actually has a list of the required minimum distributions based on your age. Um, Anyway, that's how it kind of tells you. More importantly, you could probably just talk to your financial advisor and they can calculate it. But when you turn 70 and a half you got a certain time frame that you got to take money out of that account and if you don't do it you will be assessed the second worst tax penalty in the United States and that is a 50% penalty 50 50% of the amount that you were supposed to take out you have to take out. So if you had to take out $10,000 as your required minimum distribution and you missed the deadline, well guess what? This sets you a $5,000 penalty, ouch! And guess what, there's more tax on top of that, ouch! So it's like tax upon tax, it's and brutal. And it's only worse than the number one tax penalty in the in the United States, which is avoiding paying payroll. You don't wanna do that either. But we're talking about required minimum distributions. Here's the other thing that I don't like about RMDs. If you don't need the money, you got to take it out. That money goes right under your tax return. So I'm kind of transitioning. That's what RMDs are. I'm going to talk about the tax consequences now. You're forced to take this money out, which sucks in and of itself. Because if you don't need the money, it goes right under your tax return as ordinary income. Like, Like you got a paycheck that you didn't want and you didn't need it for some people that actually can put them into another tax bracket. Like if you got a pension from somewhere else, if you, or you've got, you know, other income streams coming in right into your return and you're kind of been living within this certain tax bracket and now you got to throw like 10 grand on top of that. Think about it. You're paying more taxes on everything now. So that can screw stuff up. So the tax consequences can be a pain. Well, how do you avoid it? Well, there's a couple of ways that you can avoid it. If you're listening to this and you're young, maybe you're just starting out your investing career, you've got like a 401k of work, I want you to check and see if they have a Roth option. Roth means that the money you put in, you don't get a tax deduction on it today, but all that money going forward, all that growth, All that, you know, you're starting with this little bit of a seed money. It grows into like, you know, this giant bag of money later on in retirement. Well, if it's in a Roth, you don't get the tax deduction today, but you get to pull all that money out tax-free later on. Guess what else it does? You've got no required minimum distribution at 70 and a half. The IRS doesn't care. They already got their taxes. They're like, whatever, we tax that money. We're not going to make you take anything out. So that's how you can control your taxes in retirement. You effectively fire Uncle Sam off of your stuff and they can't make you take money out of a Roth IRA and all kinds of cool stuff happens later on. But you may be thinking to yourself, well, Patrick, I've been putting money into my 401k for years. It's been growing now. Am I stuck? Well, no, not necessarily. If you do have that Roth option in the account, you may want to consider, obviously, talk to your financial advisor, talk to your tax person, make sure it's, you know, it's appropriate for your situation. You like that little disclaimer I kind of put in there? Talk to your financial person and make sure it's right for you. But here's the deal. You may want to stop putting money into the traditional option and start putting it into the Roth. Here's the other thing you can probably do. You may want to consider converting money from that traditional account to the Roth. Now, you got to pay the taxes. You got to remember that. So you want to do what I call a strategic Roth conversion. And this is, you know, you want to work with your advisor in conjunction with your tax person and find out how much wiggle room, so to speak, you have in your tax bracket. And then you want to put a strategy together that says, okay, that's how much we're going to convert each year, because remember, that money goes right under your return. You don't want to put yourself in a bracket, another bracket today and pay more tax. You only want to convert what keeps you in your, your current bracket. And now, that money you converted continues to grow into the future tax-free for later on. So that could be a, a really cool option for a lot of people. Now, what about if you're, you're you know, 62 years old right now and you're like, oh man, I, you know, I've been saving for 30, 40 years. Well, the Roth conversion might be an appropriate thing for you too. Again, talk with your advisor, your tax person to make sure it makes sense. But you could have like a, maybe you've got wiggle room in there to do a, a, an eight-year strategy where you pull out, you know, you convert that entire 401k to a Roth before you get to 70 and a half. And then guess what? You're good to go. You don't have to take money out unless you want to. And when you do, it's tax-free. Pretty sweet. Here's the other cool thing. If you're interested in doing like legacy planning, now everybody, now nobody can plan to like, you know, basically bounce their last check on the way to the funeral home. There's gonna be money left over in these accounts. You want it to go somewhere, probably to your family, um, you know, to the kids or maybe the grandkids or something like that. You wanna leave it behind in a tax advantageous way. I think Roth is the best way to do it. Because what happens is when you leave this money behind, Now, even if it's in a Roth, the kids still have to take a required minimum distribution. But guess what? It's only based on their age. So the amount is much smaller. But here's the deal. It's tax-free. Your heirs, all those people you love that you left this money behind to, if it's in a Roth, you've left them a tax-free inheritance. On the contrary, if it's still in that normal IRA, it's in the traditional kind, they're still gonna have to take money out and it becomes taxable. So it's something to really consider from legacy planning going on. Here's where it can get really cool, guys, is the way that this money can grow. And if you haven't heard of it before, this is called a stretch IRA concept. I'm not gonna get into a lot of detail here. I'm gonna give you the 40,000 foot level, but here's how it works. You leave this money behind to you know, your kids, let's say, and let's say you pass away and your son is 48 years old. Well, the required distribution, the amount of money they got to take out is based on their age. So it's much smaller. So what happens if the kids only take out the required minimum? That account continues to grow and it's going to grow based on their life expectancy, which is like 40 more years, if not longer. So, Let me give you this example. This is pretty sweet. If you left $100,000 to a one-year-old, let's say it's your grandchild, new baby, and then the worst happens, you pass away. But you left $100,000 to a one-year-old, and he or she only took out the required distribution each year. If that money continued to grow at, say, 8% over that one-year-old's lifetime, that $100,000 that you left behind, will actually pay out over $8 million. There, go ahead and clap. Get all excited. I get excited when I talk about this. That is awesome sauce. That is leaving a legacy behind. Because here's the deal, I talk with people all the time and they're like, yeah, Patrick sounds cool. I don't have a lot of money to leave behind. Well, if you plan appropriately, you do it right, you put some, some steps in place, you could leave a huge amount of money behind. And each and every year, little Johnny gets a check with your name on it, and they say, oh, thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandpa, for blessing me for the rest of my life. Could be pretty fun. We can show you how to do that. If you got questions, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to go to Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, or if you want to see how we do our planning, here's a shortcut. Go to RLAplan.com. You can You can watch a free video there. It's about a four minute video, super short, give you kind of a quick snapshot on how we do income planning. And if you want to go a little bit deeper, you want to do a little bit deeper dive into uh, some planning. I've got a three part video series. It's, it's free, a three part free video series. And I call it the five minute retirement plan makeover. And you just put in a little bit of information and unlocks the videos for you. And you can go to the website and find that or you can simply visit five minute retirement plan.com. That's five minute retirement plan. doesn't matter if you put in the number five or you spell out the word five. It goes to the same cool, awesome place. So go check those out, guys. Thanks for listening today, and I'll be talking to you again real soon. If you got something good out of this podcast, be sure to rate it. Make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. And share it with your friends. You can always follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you don't already have a copy of my book, Retirement 101, You can grab a free copy today at retirement101book.com. Thanks for joining me, and I wish you the best in retirement.